0: Race seven is a Pride's easy feed uh, MO, effectively, no metro win. Uh, pace, it's over 1200 metres, and it's a curious case. This L Boston, he's got such high gate speed, but he's had six goes over 1200 metres. He's run eighth on four occasions, which there's only ever eight in a race. So uh, he's a curious case, L Boston, Lorimer Major. Alex Ashwood's been really good over the 1,200-metre races, picking the right horses and training them appropriately. And then you get further down the list, and Jillby Jack Sparrow's hard to assess. Rocky Monaloo was really good, but it's a go-back horse. And Beach Hopper's had two runs in these for two wins, Dan. Two runs, two wins, good enough for me. Beach Hopper, three from three, I reckon.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think it's a they're tough races to end on. I Aren't still haven't quite worked them out yet. Um. Uh. They're competitive betting races, uh, and that's that's a good thing. Um. Look, I'm really not sure here. Um. I'm not saying I'm picking numbers, but I'm just not sure. I can't even. Uh, I'm supposed to give a tip, and therefore I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, I think an individual's thoughts might be better than mine on this in this occasion. Um. Seven, nine, eight, and two. Seven, eight, nine, eight, and seven, nine, eight, and two. Really not sure. Uh, just back to the Breeders' Crown, I, I, sorry, I only caught the back end of what you were saying and I may have missed it completely, um, but I think with only a couple of heats, all the horses will go straight through to the semifinals in all of the heats that we've seen this week and the two-year-olds and even tonight. A uh, bit of a, a lack of numbers there, so I don't think any horse misses out to go to the semis.
0: No, they don't. So they've they followed up with their text. They're talking about the Trotters for next Wednesday, so uh, yeah, they've just dropped. So they've said there's some big names missing in the two-year-olds, so... Yep, that that's good, and thank you. Uh, but it's a bit hard while we're doing this show to be uh, for me to be uh, going through that. So text in who are the big names missing from the two-year-old trotters breeders crown heats, which open up next Wednesday at Maryborough. So uh, Dan with Jillby, Jack Sparrow, and ultra confident you sound too. Dan race eight the carards, <laughs> no Metro win pace. This is effectively the consolation from race seven, I suppose you would say, or the second division. So Victory George, his first emergency in race seven, he goes around into this race, which you would think would make him a clear top tip, but it's a, it's a even harder race perhaps to assess. But Sidewinder is a horse whose figure form is terrible, but I think Ash Markham's driving really confidently at the moment. I expect him to drive confidently and, He's only been leader leaders back twice since coming to Victoria, Bud Sidewinder, and he won on one of those occasions and ran fourth on the other. So he's a horse that if he goes around 20, 30 to 1 or something like that in this race, it wouldn't shock me to see him perform really well. Chappy Street North I've seen at Yarravelli and Cranbourne was ultra impressive. This horse moves really well, Dan. And obviously from his history, he's moved really poorly at times as well in a gallop. Uh, I think... He's probably the best horse in the race and the hardest to beat. Oh, you just, you, I'm not 100% sold that he's over everything. Connor Crook's done a wonderful job. The two crooks make a right here, as he was a bit crook, I think, before he got there. Then there's Kiora Beauty, Jude's Dude, who's been ultra consistent in these races and Vapor Fire and Blaster Ranger's is an intriguing runner, with Glenn Williams returning to the sulky. haven't seen him for a few years. Uh, yep, good luck, Dan, and pick some numbers again, please. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Blaster Ranger hasn't raced since March twenty twenty two, but it is a very quick beginner. Um just uh, makes it a bit more perplexing. I'd look I, again, um I I just I can't quite work out the race. Um so I'd prefer uh, not to be misleading and um and and be open transparent that I've I've almost got no idea here um yeah. funnily enough that often you'll say that on a day where you're not confident you can tip six winners so yeah, yeah. there's no wrong all right is there but um I'm um, 9 key or a beauty 7 vapor fire 5 Chappie street north but um I um I I think it uh, it'd be a leg of the quaddy that uh, you'd you'd be only feeling confident if you had the feel
0: yeah, four nine seven and five for Dan, and I was five one four and three, which uh, shows the difference in opinions. And in race seven, Dan seven nine eight and two, and I was nine three two and eight. So when they're eight horse races and we're picking six of them in the top four, uh, it shows how even they are and how hard they are to work yeah. out. But the beauty about it is, if you do like a horse in one of these races, you seem to be able to get good value about them, and I think that's what's been so attractive to the punters.
1: Let's, Look, it has. Yeah. One one area, though, that's been a problem, I think, we're talking about these uh, fixed odds prices not coming up for whatever reason, but um, it, it reflects poorly on, on the harness racing industry, I think, um, but more so with the 1,200 metre races, because the volatility of uh, uh, prices, particularly in the last few minutes, just goes out the window. I've seen some of the most ridiculous um, drifts on horses through these 1,200 metre races a lot can happen, Um, so we need those sort of prices up earlier um, to encourage someone to have a bit of a bet on things they're going to shorten up and vice versa. So um, they're very challenging in a lot of ways, um, but they're open enough that every horse that goes there is going to have a chance.